Praise the Lord, everyone. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. 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 Praise the Lord. Thank you, Almighty God, for this beautiful day. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for all things that you do in our lives. Thank you, Almighty God, for this word that you've given us today. Father, we ask that you lead us in this word. Help us to understand this word. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father, for your help. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for the word. Father, we give you the praise and honor and glory today. Thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Amen, everyone. We are going to start today. We stopped in Jeremiah 21. We are going to begin today, Jeremiah 21. It's called Jeremiah Accuses Judas leaders, okay? God rejects Zedekah's request. The word came to Jeremiah from the Lord when King Zedekah sent to him, uh, sent to him Pasher, son of Milcajah, and the priest Zephaniah, son of Masna. They said, inquire now of the Lord for us, because Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, is attacking us. Perhaps the Lord will perform wonders for us as in times past, so that he will withdraw from us. But Jeremiah answered them, tell Siddiqah, this is what the Lord, the God of Israel, says. I am about to turn against you the weapons of war that are in your hand, which you are using to fight the king of Babylon and the Babylonians, who are outside the walls seizing you. And I will gather them inside the city. I myself will fight against you with an outstretched hand and a mighty army and anger and fury and great wrath. I will strike down those who live in this city, both men and animals. And they will die of a terrible plague. After that, declares the Lord, I will hand over Zedekah, king of Judah, his officials, and the people in the city who survived the plague, sword and famine, to Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, and to their enemies who seek their lives. He will put them to the sword. He will show them no mercy or pity or compassion. Furthermore, tell the people this is what the Lord says. See. I am setting before you the way of life and the way of death. Whoever stays in this city will die by the sword, famine, and plague. But whoever goes out and surrenders to the Babylonians who are besieging you will live. He will escape with his life. <clears throat> I have determined to do this city harm. And not good, declares the Lord. It will be given into the hands of the king of Babylon, and he will destroy it with fire. 
Moreover says to the royal house of Judah, Hear the word of the Lord. O house of David, this is what the Lord says. Administer justice every morning. Rescue from the hands of his oppressor, the one who has been robbed, or my wrath will break out and burn like fire because of the evil you have done. Burn with no one to quench it. I am against you, Jerusalem, you who live above this valley on the rock plateau. You who say, who can come against us? Who can enter our refuge? I will punish you as your deeds deserve, and I will kindle a fire in your forest that will consume everything around you. Now, this is God's wrath. When God is angry, <laughs> you don't want to be around him. You don't even want to be the, the object that he's angry at. <clears throat> Judgment against evil kings. This is what the Lord says. Go down to the place of the king of Judah and proclaim this message there. Much like many of the people today, God's children, I'm going to go back a little bit, uh, when they disobey the Lord, when the Lord is speaking to you and telling you not to do something, or telling you to do something, and you don't, you end up going, doing something else, and then something happens, and you want to blame him, or <laughs> you get mad at him. But it's not him, it's you. You didn't listen. And so, not to say that he turned wrath on you. He may or he may not have. But you are corrected, okay? Which, yes, that is a little form of uh, God's anger, not wrath. Wrath is totally different. Wrath is what God has done and he's showing you who he is, okay? All right, this is what the Lord says. Go down to the place of the king of Judah and proclaim this message there. Hear the word of the Lord, O king of Judah, you who sit on David's throne, you, your officials, and your people who come from the, from the hand of his oppressor, the one who has been robbed. Mm. Do not wrong or violence to the alien the fathers or the widow, and do not shed innocent blood in this place. For if you are careful to carry out these commands, then kings who sit on David's throne will come through the gates of this palace, riding in chariots and on horses, accompanied by their officials and their people. But if you do not obey these commands, declares the Lord, I swear by myself that this place will become a ruin. For this is what the Lord says about the palace of the king of Judah. Though you are like Gilad to me, like the summit of Lebanon, I will surely make you like a desert, 
like towns not inhabited. I will send destroyers against you, each man with his weapons, and they will cut up your fine cedar beams and throw them down into fire. People from many nations will pass by the city and will ask one another, why has the Lord done such a thing to this great city? And the answer will be, because they have forsaken the covenant of the Lord their God and have worshipped and served other gods. Do not weep for the dead king or mourn his loss. Rather, weep bitterly for him who is exiled, because he will never return, nor see his native land again. For this is what the Lord says about Shilom, son of Joash, who succeeded his father as king of Judah, but has gone from this place. He will never return. He will die in a place where they have led him captive. He will not see this land again. Woe to him who builds his palace by unrighteousness, his upper rooms by injustice, making his countrymen work for nothing, not paying them for their labor. Mm, 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 mm. Say it loud and clear, Lord. We got a lot of that going on right now, and people need to listen up. Okay, when you do things like that, huh? let's see. He says, I will build myself a great palace with spacious upper rooms. So he makes large windows in it and panels it with cedar and decorates it in red. Does it make you a king to have more and more cedar? Did you, your father, have food and drink? He did what was right and just, so all went well with him. He defended the cause of the poor and the needy, and so all went well. Is that not what it means to know me, declares the Lord? But your eyes and your heart are set only on dishonest gain, on shedding innocent blood, and oppression and extortion. Therefore, this is what the Lord says about Jehoiakim, son of Joash, king of Judah. They will not mourn for him, alas, my brother, alas, my sister. They will not mourn for him, alas, my master, alas, his splendor. He will have the burial of a donkey dragged away and thrown outside the gates of Jerusalem. Go up to Lebanon. And cry out, let your voices be heard in Bashan. Cry out for Abram, for all your alien, for all your aliases are crushed. I wanted, I warned you when you felt secure, but you said, I will not listen. This has been your way from your youth. You have not obeyed me. The winds will drive the the winds will drive all your sheep shepherds away, and your aliases who go into exile. 
Then you'll be ashamed and disgraced because of all your wickedness. You who live in Lebanon, who are nestled in cedar buildings, how, will, how you will groan when pains come upon you. Pains like that of a woman in labor. So, know this when you're out here being dishonest, stealing, lying, taking things from others, causing oppression to people. Okay? We have a lot of business people out here like that. A lot of politicians like that. We have a lot of people like that. Okay? Here's the problem. You think it's okay. Oh, it's this how business is done. Oh, this is the political arena. Oh, this is what people do. Oh, no, 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 no. No, it's not. It's not what the Lord directed us to do. And nothing has changed from then to now. We're the same people created by the Lord himself. So. Do you think not this punishment is going to supersede into this generation? Of course it is. As surely as I live, declares the Lord, even if you, Jehoiakim, son of Jehoiakim, king of Judah, were a, were a signet ring on your right hand, I would still pull you off. I will hand you over to those who seek your life those you fear, to Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, and to the Babylonians. I will hurl you and your mother, who gave you birth, into another country where neither of you was born. And there you both will die. You will never come back to the land you long to return to. Is this man, Jehoiakim, a despised broken pot, an object no one wants? Why will he and his children be hurled out, cast into the land they do not know? O oh, land, 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 hear the word of the Lord. This is what the Lord says. Record this man as if childless, a man who will not propose, I'm sorry, a man who will not prosper, in his lifetime, for none of his offspring will prosper. None will sit on the throne of David or rule anymore in Judah. So basically that his whole uh, family is going to die out before, uh, before he, anyone gets to sit on the throne. Um, that was his punishment, and I guarantee you, God is no perspective of person. He's probably carrying it out again today. The righteous branch, chapter 23. Woe to the shepherds who are destroying and scattering the sheep of my pasture, declares the Lord. Therefore, this is what the Lord says. The God of Israel says to the shepherds who tend my people, because you have scattered my flock and driven them away and have not bestowed care for them, 
I will bestow punishment on you for the evil you have done, declares the Lord. I myself will gather the raiment of my flock out of all the countries where I have driven them and will bring them back to their pasture, where they will be fruitful and increase in number. And I will place shepherds over them who will tend them, and they will no longer be afraid or terrified, nor will any be missing, declares the Lord. Mm. Yes, that is really sitting hard today, isn't it? Think about it. Think about it. Oh, so true, so true, so true. We have so many ministers, uh, deacons, uh, preachers, and teachers misleading the flock. The flock scattered all over the world. Hmm. The days are coming, declares the Lord, when I will raise up to David a righteous branch, a king who will reign wisely and do what is just and right in the hand, in the land. In his days, Judah will be saved and Israel will live in safety. And this is the name by which he will be called the Lord, our righteousness. Amen. Amen. So then the days are coming, declares the Lord, when the people will no longer say, as surely as the Lord lives, who brought the Israelites up out of Egypt? But they will say, as surely as the Lord lives, who brought the descendants of Israel up out of the land of the north and, and out of all the countries where he had banished them? Then they will live in their own land. It's coming. It is coming. It's slowly but surely happening. Okay? Uh, concerning the prophets, my heart is broken within me and all my bones tremble. I am like a drunk, drunken man, like a man overcome by wine. Because of the Lord and his holy word, the land is full of adulterers because the curse, the land lies parched and the pasture in the deserts are withered. Mm, I know a lot of places here in the States that are much like this. The prophets follow an evil curse and use their power unjustly. Both prophets and priests are godless, even in my temple. I find their wickedness. Therefore, their path will become slippery, and they will be banished to darkness. And they will fall. I will bring disaster on them in the years they are punished. So you know that you have a punishing year coming. Huh? declares the Lord. Among the prophets of Samaria, I saw this revulsing thing. They prophesied by Baal and led my people Israel astray. And among the prophets of Jerusalem, I have seen something horrible. They committed adultery and lived a lie. 
Now, if we don't even want to really, it's, it's not right, but it does happen in many church folds. Uh, adultery is rampant. Uh, the head, the head shepherds know some of them are taking part in it. And, um, just letting you know, the Lord is telling you, <laughs> he is telling you what's going to happen. You're a shepherd. You read the word all the time. You better read that word and understand it and not play with God's word. They strengthen the hands of evildoers so that no one turns from his wickedness. They are all like Sodom to me. The people of Jerusalem are like Gomorrah. Mm. Mm -hmm. Therefore, this is what the Lord Almighty says concerning the problem. I will make them eat bitter food and drink poisoned water. Because from the prophets of Jerusalem, ungodliness has spread throughout the land. This is what the Lord Almighty says. Do not listen to what the prophets or the prophesying to you. They fill you with false hopes. They speak visions from their own minds, not from the mouth of the Lord. They keep saying to those who despise me, the Lord says, you will have peace. And to all who follow the stubbornness of their hearts, they say, no harm will come to you. But which of them has stood in the counsel of the Lord? to see or to hear his word. Who has listened and heard his word? See the storm of the Lord will burst out in wrath. Look, if you're a shepherd, teacher, preacher, minister, you, you had better be standing in the gate. You had better be one-on-one -on -one with the Lord. You need to hear what the Lord is saying before you get out here and say something that is not right. Not going by the things of the world and trying to soothe things over and make people like you and make people come to your, your church houses and getting extra money. No, that's not what this is about. That's not what God intended. Uh, because if you don't address it, his wrath is going to come upon you, as has many other churches, many other houses of God, many other preachers, teachers, deacons, etc. The anger of the Lord will not turn back until he fully accomplishes the purpose of his heart. In days to come, you will understand it clearly. I did not send these prophets, yet they have run with their messages. I did not speak to them, yet they have prophecy. But if they have stood in my counsel, they would have proclaimed my word to my people and would have turned them from their evil ways and from their evil deeds. Okay? 
Because if you stand in counsel with the Lord, you can hear him. Clearly, you can ask. Test the, test the spirit. Test what you're hearing. Make sure. Am I only a God nearby, declares the Lord, and not a God far away? Can anyone hide in secret places so that I cannot see him? Hmm. <laughs> Do not fill heaven. Do not I fill heaven and earth. People, listen to what he says. Do I not fill, F-I-L-L, heaven and earth. He fills the earth and the heavens and below, if he wants to, right? I have heard what the prophets say, who prophesy lies in my name. And they say, I had a dream. I had a dream. How long will this continue in the heart of these lying prophets who prophesied the dissolution of their own minds? They think the dreams they tell one another will make my people forget my name. Just, just as their fathers forgot my name through bow worship. Let the prophets who has a dream tell his dream, but let the one who has my word speak it faithfully. For what has straw to do with grain, declares the Lord. Is not my word like fire, declares the Lord, and like a hammer that breaks a rock in pieces? Amen. Therefore, declares the Lord, I am against the prophets who steal from one another words supposedly from me. Yes, declares the Lord. I am against the prophets who wag their own tongues and yet declare. The Lord declares, I indeed, I am against those who prophesy false dreams, declares the Lord. They tell them and lead my people astray with their reckless lies, yet I did not send or appoint them, and they do not they do not benefit these people in the least, declares the Lord. False oracles and false prophets. When these people or prophets ask you what is the oracle of the Lord, say to them, what oracle? I will forsake you, declares the Lord. If a prophet or a priest or anyone else claims this is the oracle of the Lord, I will punish that man with his household. This is what each of you keep on saying to his friend and relatives. Hmm. What is the Lord's answer or what has the Lord spoken? But you must not mention the oracle of the Lord again, because every man's own word becomes his oracle. And so you distort the word of the living God. 
the Lord Almighty, our God. Let's read that again. So you understand what the Lord's saying here. What has the Lord spoken? But you must not mention the oracle of the Lord again, because every man's own word becomes his oracle. And so you distort the word of the living God. So your word is over, over your word is over, trying to oversee the Lord's word, which is not going to happen. The Lord says something, it is. No matter what you say. Okay? Um, what is the Lord's answer to you and what has the Lord spoken? Although you claim this is the oracle of the Lord, this is what the Lord says. You use the words, this is the oracle of the Lord, even though I told you that you must not claim This is the oracle of the Lord. This is what the Lord says. You use the word. This, I'm sorry, I'm repeating this over again. Somehow or other, I'm missing. Let's try it again. You use the word. This is the oracle of the Lord, even though I told you that you must not claim this is the oracle of the Lord. That's why I kept reading it twice. Therefore, I will surely forget you and cast you out of my presence along with the city I gave to you and your fathers. Mm. I will bring upon you everlasting disgrace, everlasting shame that will not be forgotten. Wow. Let's move on to 24. Uh, two baskets of figs. After Jehoiakim, son of, after Jehoiakim, uh, a son of Jehoiakim, king of Judah, and the officials, the craftsmen, and the artisans of Judah were carried into exile from Jerusalem to Babylon by Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon. The word, the Lord showed me two baskets of figs placed in front of the temple of the Lord. One basket had very good figs, like those that ripen early, and the other basket had very poor figs, so bad they could not be eaten. Then the Lord asked me, What do you see, Jeremiah? Figs, I answered. The good ones are very good, but the poor ones are so bad they cannot be eaten. Then the Lord, then the word of the Lord came to me. See how the word of the Lord comes to Jeremiah? Okay, this is what we're saying. You have to wait for the word of the Lord to come to you. You have to hear the word of the Lord. You don't make up things. You don't hear something and say, oh, it, I, no, you know that it's the word of the Lord speaking. Okay, um, Okay. 
Then the word of the Lord came to me. This is what the Lord, the God of Israel says. Like these good figs, I regard as good the exile from Judah, whom I sent away from this place to the land of Babylonians. My eyes will watch over them for their good, and I will bring them back to this land. I will build them up and not tear them down, and I will plant them and not uproot them, and I will give them a heart to know me that I am the Lord. Notice he said, I will give them a heart. See, this is what I tell people. <laughs> you don't change people. God changes people. You can preach, anoint, pray. You can do all that stuff. But if they're not ready, if their ground is not fertile, okay, then nothing's going to happen because the Lord moves them. Let's read this again. Okay, he says, I will plant them and not uproot them. I will give them a heart to know me. And he's going to draw them that I am the Lord and they will be my people and I will be their God. For they will return to me with all their heart. But like the poor fig, which are so bad they cannot be eaten, says the Lord. So will I deal with Zedekah, king of Judah, his officials, and his survivors from Jerusalem, whether they remain in this land or live in Egypt. I will make them abhor abhorrent and an offense to all the kingdoms of the earth, a reproach and a byword an object of ridicule and cursing. Wherever I banish them, I will send the sword, famine, and plague against them until they are destroyed from the land I gave to them and their fathers. Okay? Don't think it'll happen today? <laughs> oh, yes, it will. It will. Seventy years of captivity. The word of the Lord came to Jeremiah concerning all the people of Judah in the fourth year of Jehoiakim, son of jo Joash, king of Judah, which was the first year of Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon. So Jeremiah the prophet said to all the people of Judah and to all those living in Jerusalem, for 23 years, from the 13th year of jo Joash, uh, from uh, Josiah, I'm sorry, son of Ammon, king of Judah, until this very day, the word of the Lord has come to me, and I have spoken to you again and again, but you have not listened. And though the Lord has sent all his servants, the prophets, to you again and again, you have not listened or paid attention, they said. Turn now, each of you for your evil ways and your evil practices. And you can stay in the land the Lord gave to you and your fathers forever and ever. Do not follow other gods to serve and worship them. And do not provoke me to anger with what your hands have made. Hello, people, with what your hands have made. 
man, today think he's doing so great. I built the computer. I made these various apps. I'm flying into space. <laughs> Poppycock foolishness. You're only doing that because he allows you to do it. You think you're going any further than what he wants you to do? No. Okay? God is orchestrating all of that. You think you're doing something, but you're not. You're not doing anything that he isn't allowing. Okay? <laughs> uh... And you have brought harm to yourselves by the things that you have made. Ooh, ooh, oh yeah, let's think about that. You have brought harm to yourselves by the things you have made. Mm, mm -mm. Okay, the water's being poisoned. Food is not being made properly, grown rightly. Uh, the certain areas you can't grow anything anymore. You're polluting the air. The animals are dying. All different kinds of diseases are popping up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Uh, let's move along. All right, therefore, 25.8, therefore the Lord Almighty says this, because you have not listened to my word, I will summon all the people of the north and my servant, Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon. Declares the Lord, and I will bring them against this land and its inhabitants, and against all the surrounding nations. And I will completely destroy them and make them an object of horror and scorn and an everlasting ruin. I will banish from them the sounds of joy and gladness, the voices of pride, the voices of bride and bridegroom, the sound of millstones and the light of the lamp. This whole country will become a desolated wasteland. And these nations will serve the king of Babylon 70 years. But when the 70 years are fulfilled, I will punish the king of Babylon and his nation. The land of Babylonians for their guilt, declares the Lord, and will make it desolate forever. And I will bring upon the land all the things, all the things spoken against it, all that are written in this book and prophecy by Jeremiah against all the nations. 
they themselves will be enslaved by many nations and great kings. I will repay them according to their deeds and work of their hands. People, God is no perspective of person. If he did this, then he will do it again. You understand? <laughs> it's actually happening in some places right now. You think, oh, it's terrible what's going on over there. Blah, 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 blah. You don't know why that's going on over there. <laughs> All you know is you see atrocities happening. And you hear what people want you to hear. You know, they say there's two sides to every story. Okay? There's man's side and there's God's side. <laughs> this, the cup of God's wrath. This is what the Lord, the God of Israel, says to me. Take from my hand this cup and fill with wine of my wrath and make all the nations to whom I send you drink it. And when they drink it, they will stagger and go mad because of the sword. And I will sin among them. So I took the cup from the Lord. Lord's hand and made all the nations to whom he sent me drink it. Jerusalem and the towns of Judah, its kings and officials, to, to make them ruin and an object of horror and scorn and cursing as they are today. Hmm. Pharaoh, king of Egypt, his attendants, his officials, and all his people. And all the farm people there, all the kings of Yuz, and all the kings of Philistine, and those the farm people there, and all the kings of Yuz, and all the kings of Philistines, and those of Akalon, Gaz, Ikron, and the people left at Ashdod. Edom, Moab, and Ammon, all the kings of Tyre and Sidon, the kings of coastal lands across the sea, Dedan, Tema, Buzz, and all who are in the distant places, all the kings of Arabia and all the kings of the foreign people who live in the desert, all the kings of Zimri, El Elam, and Midian, uh, and Midia, sorry, and all the kings of the north, near and far, one after the other, all the kingdoms on the face of the earth, and after all of them, the king of Shish, Shishak will drink to it. Then tell them, this is what the Lord Almighty, the God of Israel says, drink, get drunk, and vomit, and fall to rise no more because of the sword I will send among you. But if they refuse to take the cup from your hand and drink, tell them this is what the Lord Almighty says. You must drink it. See, I am beginning to bring disaster on the city that bears my name. And you, will you indeed go unpunished? 
you will not go unpunished, for I am calling down a sword upon all who live on the earth, declares the Lord Almighty. Now prophesy all these words against them and say to them. And why do you think the Lord is saying that? So, I just, I mean, we're going to say this goes along hand in hand with today. Why do you think the Lord said that? Look, he said if you see your neighbor going the wrong way, you're supposed to put forth an effort to, to remind him, hey, there's a God upstairs that we follow by, right? But are they doing that? No, they're going along with the party. In fact, some of them is leading the party. So if he's going to take out his people who he has taught, commanded his own people, is he going to leave you out? No, absolutely not. Because you're just involved as well. You didn't try to stop it. You didn't try to change it. You went along with it. Now prophesy all these words again against them and say to them, The Lord will roar from, a, from on high. He will thunder from his holy dwelling and roar mighty against his land. He will shout like those who tread the grapes. Shout against all who live on the earth. The tumult will resound to the ends of the earth. For the Lord will bring charges against the nations. And he will bring judgment on all mankind. And put the wicked to the sword, declares the Lord. <clears throat> this is what the Lord Almighty says. Look, disaster is spreading from nation to nation, a mighty storm is rising from the ends of the earth. And at this time, those slain by the Lord will be ever, everywhere, from one end of the earth to the other. And they will not be moaned or gathered up or buried, but will be like refuge laying on the ground. Weep and wail, you shepherds. <clears throat> Roll in the dust, you leaders of the flock, for your time to be slaughtered has come, and you will fall and be shattered like the fine pottery. The shepherds will have nowhere to flee, the leaders of the flock, no place to escape. Hear the cry of the shepherds, the wailing of the leaders of the flock, for the Lord is destroying their pasture. And yeah, they're going to wail and wail and wail because they know better. If you are reading the word of God, okay, you know better. And if you twist in that word to fit it for today's society, when God deals with you, you're going to know that what you did is wrong. And you're going to be wailing and crying and pleading and da-da-da. And God is not going to hear it because you read his word. You knew his word. You knew his word. Okay? Uh, 
Hear the cry of the shepherds, the wailing of the leaders of the flock. For the Lord is destroying their pasture. The peaceful meadows will be laid waste because of the furious anger of the Lord. Like a lion, he will leave his lair and their land will become desolate because of the sword of the oppressor and because of the Lord's furious anger. Amen? Amen, everyone. <laughs> you cannot play with the Lord. You cannot play with the Lord's word. If you're in, stay in. It's better that you didn't come in than to play with his word and to be untruthful, to use it as a tool to get worldly things or to accomplish power. Okay? All right. That is basically that in a nutshell. All right, everyone, I want you again to read uh, today what we've read and go back over it, 21 to 25 of Jeremiah. Make sure you get it in your Noah, okay? All right, everyone, let's bow our heads. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you, Almighty God, for this word today. God, we give you the praise and honor and glory. We thank you, Father, for letting us know that you are the great I am. You are the Father, the creator of all things. And all men should show you respect. Lord, I thank you. I thank you, Almighty God. And Lord, I ask, Father, that your peace reign upon your people and that they want to know more and that they stay before you, Lord. And that they continue to walk right before you, Lord. Thank you, Almighty God. Thank you, Lord. This I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Amen, everyone. This is Minister Mac Nolan saying, have a blessed evening and good night. Mm -hmm.